This content is intended for adult cigar smokers age 21 and older. All right, Nick, good show. <laughs> okay. Uh, Greg's leaving to go take advantage of our brand new coupon code. Type in Long Ash all day Friday and Saturday, and you will receive 20% off your entire purchase. Some exclusions apply, but other than that, 20% off your entire purchase all day Friday and Saturday when you use the coupon code Long Ash. Nick, did you know I just got 20% off? Yes. Hi, Greg. Hi, Nick. How are you? Good, how are you? Good. That's good. Chris? What's up? How are you? I'm good. How was your holiday? Um, stressful. Did we do one since the holiday? Yes. Which, when? Last, Last week? week. Oh, all right. It was good since then. <laughs> I don't know if you guys did New Year's, though. I almost no, said it was no, overall. We did It was right after New Year's. Yeah. Yeah. We did it that Thursday. Yeah, so, well, fuck that shit. So. <laughs> well, how was your holiday? Yeah. <laughs> Talk about the same yeah. thing every week. Yeah. <laughs> Middle of June. How was your holiday? <laughs> Like how the conversation you had with grandparents. You I know, don't have any left, so well, I don't either. <laughs> like like what you had. Oh, okay. I don't I don't either. What grade are you in now? Yeah. How tall are you? What are you? What are you? Oh you got, got big. <laughs> wow. You got a girlfriend? No. 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 Thirty five years old. Yeah. Uh, but um a lot of cigar stuff going on right now. We a lot do. of cool cigar news. Uh, a lot of updates. Um, a lot of top 25 lists came out, uh, and they're still coming out. Half Wheel hasn't even done theirs yet. Cigar Dojo just started theirs. Yep, number 10. Was the Sober, Sober Mesa, Mesa Brulee. Uh, so far, the closest one to ours was, I think, either uh, Cigar Coop or yes. um, Blind Man's Puff also had a few that we had as well. Yep. Um, and then some interesting FDA stuff that came out. So uh, a lot of cool stuff. But I got some special torpedoes today because today I also want to talk about um, Did you do this length. like torpedoes? Not like, just torpedoes. I want to talk about torpedoes have been flying in the air. <laughs> I don't want to give the apologies. No, I, don't, I, I just, <laughs> I just thought it would be a fun. They missed. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, they're not going to um, miss here. No. So, I gave you the Oliva V Milanio Maduro in the box press torpedo size. I'm smoking the Padrone 40th in the. I believe this is the natural. If I had to guess. Or maybe it's the Maduro. No, it's the Maduro. Like, it's hard to tell. No, but Padron, it's notoriously hard to tell really? with, with their wrapper color. Yeah, it's because their naturals are like a sun-grown, so they're, they're darker oh. naturally. Um, but I think this is the Maduro. And then, Chris, what are you smoking today? Nothing. I don't have a cigar, so I'm not oh. smoking anything. Would you like to get one? No, I'm good. I'm not okay. really in the mood to smoke. Um, so... You'll even be Milano. Have you had the Milano Maduro before? No. I know it's Mexican San Andreas wrapper. It is. I'm very excited about that. I know. That. You like hey, those. Nicaraguan, Nicaraguan, right? Should be, yeah. And then I have the Padron 40th, created for the 40th uh, anniversary of the Padron Company. Really tumultuous history, if you read into it. Um, obviously, they were from Cuba originally, and then uh, settled in the 1970s in Nicaragua, but then there was the Sandinista Revolution... Then there was a trade embargo between Nicaragua and the United States, which a lot of people don't know about because it eventually got, you know, reversed. But there was a couple of years where there was no trade between Nicaragua and the U.S., which hurt. Um, and there was vandalism to their factory. The factory was burned down a few times. There was graffiti. But finally, in the 1980s, they kind of were able to establish, you know, Padron as we kind of know it today. Um, I believe in the early 90s, maybe late 80s, I can't remember the exact date, is when the first 1964 came out. 
And that really took off. And then, you know, the 26s and then the family reserves. And now here we are today. Um, so I'm smoking the 40th. You're smoking that. Both, uh, both box pressed and both very, like, pointed por- yes. por- torpedoes. Torpedoes. <laughs> um, I cut mine off already. Did you? Oh, yeah. Oh, here we go. We got using the. I wanted to get it? a little uh, pre light. Right. Is this like, what is this, cobalt? Uh, or uh, what's it called? Like what's not that graphite. Called, what's that color called? Uh, graphite? It's graphite. Graphite. Or what's the other one I'm thinking uh, of? I know what you're talking about. Like they say it in like the cars, the, the fancy cars are made out of it. I think you're right with cobalt. That's what I've seen online. Yeah. Uh, that are like carbon fiber. Is that, that, yeah, that's carbon But I don't think that's carbon fiber. Though. I think it's more of a cobalt or a whatever the one you said. Is that Calibri? No. <laughs> Spokesperson. Calibri has some fantastic products that I that I do. I use their the uh, Arctic Frost lighter with the clear edge, so I can see the the gas tank. But for just my my cutter preference. Oh, I know. This is very like. Scar looks really good. Rolled nicely. Looks uh, rough. You want your fuel on it. Now you should be good. We're good? Yeah. I got that song stuck in my head. What, Wonderwall? Yeah. It's always in your head. This is true. You're a college baseball player. <laughs> I think it was a ringtone at one point. A few Natty Ices. Someone brings a guitar out. Chris liked that one. <laughs> well, there's a college humor skit about like playing that song, and it's hilarious. Hilarious. I'll have to check that out. My roommate, Pete, who's going to be making a guest spot soon on the program. He was that, definitely that guy in college. He had like the long hair. Showed he up. had long hair? Oh, he had, he had long hair. Even when I moved in with him, when he was working in the mortgage industry, he looked like, who's the guy from Green Bay? Oh. Clay Matthews. Because he, like, he would like, have like, long hair. I thought hair you said Green a, Day, and I'm like, long hair, Green Bay. No, okay. but he would wear his hair in a ponytail with like, his suit to like, go to work. And so he looked like, everyone thought he was like, either a DJ or like, a football player, even though he's not big. But, uh, yeah, he got rid of that. Now he, looks, now he looks nice and professional. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. But he's going to be doing a special guest spot. But anyway. That's good. You know, he was definitely that guy in college. Like, who was you guys want to hear? Want to hear Hey some there, Delilah. About how he got the ladies? Oh, yeah. I mean, he still gets them, but now he just does it through finance, I guess. <laughs> he finances them. <laughs> got great interest rate yeah. for you if you come over tonight. <laughs> Don't worry. My roommate will be in his Don't room. worry. It will, it will only be a four-day four day loan. He'll be watching his TV, brand new TV in his room. There you go. So, quick uh, news out there. Let's go over some of the news. First of all, um, the national smoking age has now changed to yeah. 21. Um, I don't see much of an effect on the industry, except I guess it sucks for kids who were 17 and wanted to have cigarettes or cigars. You know, sucks to be them. Uh, yeah. I, I remember when they changed it, though, in New Jersey, when they changed it from 18 to 19. But if you were already 18 when they changed it, you got grandfathered in and you were allowed to. I think that's how it's supposed to be. I don't think it is. I think it's not. Oh, really? The only people that are grandfathered is military, right? I don't even think so. I heard I read an article that even the military can't do it. Really? Which is stupid. That's so stupid. That that is. Because you get military IDs, right? Yeah. So why wouldn't you use that to be able to 
get whatever you want. They really should get whatever they want. They should. You give them a gun. Anything. And tell them, here, go over there right. and shoot that guy. Go, you'll go risk your life. But, uh, but no, you, you, can't have, you can't have a, a cigar or, or a Marlboro. It's, it's whatever. Anyway, um, but in terms of effects on the industry, I don't see any really long-term effects, um, especially for premium cigars. Uh, not a huge demographic, the 18 to 20. It's not really what, no. we, what we want. It's not you just might see after. more of the uh, machine-made and things like that, the lower-end stuff. Take a hit, yeah. We'll take a hit. But, but I got to say, with the vape craze the past few years, I want to say that the, those those early ge- uh, demographics were kind of declining anyway. Right. Um, but that's a big thing that I talk about for the cigar industry when people, you know, the the, anti- the family groups come out and oh, cigars and any kind of tobacco, you know, and their real goal is to get kids. Like, we don't want that. Like, think of us like high end whiskey or like you know, uh, uh, what the hell was the name of that car? Starts with a B. BMW? No, fancier. Bugatti. Bugatti. Like, they don't want just anyone driving Bentley. that car just who can afford it. Like, a high-end with like, like uh, who's the bourbon guy? Now I'm really blanking today. Um, bourbon guy. Happy Van Winkle. They don't want, yeah. like, just that a, bourbon guy. Some, just because an 18-year-old can't afford it. They don't want, no, they want a very specific kind of clientele. They want, you know, wealthy or more established gentlemen, you know, like, you know, people who are going to represent their brands with character. I think that's what a lot of premium cigar manufacturers want. They want people smoking their cigars who are going to enjoy it for the craft that it is, um, who want to know the backstory, who want to know about the tobaccos, who you know really uh, enjoy the nuances of it. They, they don't want like a bunch of eighteen-year-olds smoking that stuff, or, or, or even twenty-year-olds, even twenty-one-year-olds. Really, like they really want someone a little more seasoned. It's a high-end product. At least I consider it a high-end product. So I don't see any big ramifications um, from the age change. When it comes to, there was another, this was not necessarily a ruling, but an announcement from the FDA that they are going to, um, that apparently premium cigars are now their lowest priority. And all the, regist- you know, and actions they were going to partake in, not that they're delayed, but it's, it, they're going to be kind of lazy with it for the foreseeable future. They haven't really, they don't have any dedicated people to it. They're really going right. after vape and that kind of stuff. Um, and even flavored tobacco, even though that's the hottest button issue, even that they're, like, not worried about right now, which is good. Because that means good. for the next few years, manufacturers, you know, pump out a few new brands. And then and in five years, if the FDA comes calling, it's like, oh, well, we'll just take them off the market for now. Right. Well, so it's we don't have to worry too much about no. the drastic changes. And I'll tell you, when that was first announced, I was here. It was 2015. It was a pretty big – not like the industry was going to collapse, but – I mean, a lot of the smaller guys, they had to do a lot of reorganizing. There's companies that really aren't around anymore that were, that were about to be big. Um, it was a very weird time because it was something that was going to cost like 65 grand from start to finish to just to get a new cigar on the market per size with all the testing. 65 grand? Mm-hmm. My God. Mm-hmm. And that's why they were looking at like substantial equivalence, which is like, hey, this is the same thing. We're just going to put a different band on it so we don't have to go through all the rigmarole. There's a, there was a that's bunch happening of right things. now. No, it, it oh, never okay. really started. There was Better a bunch of lawsuits, started. and the FDA. Then it was a regime change. You know, like Trump came in. This was this was four years ago. This was 2015 right. where this was enacted. Gotcha. Um, and it just it, and ever since then, and then vape really started, and that kind of became the priority for the FDA to go after. So I think now they're realizing like. We're like the guy when they don't have any enemies, they'll just kind of look to us to have an enemy. But when they have actual enemies, like they're right. You know what I mean? 
No, it's like, it's like us in Russia. Like every few years we play a thing with Russia, but it's like, oh no, we actually have a real problem over here, so we'll right. forget about you for now. Um, but that's good. I, I think it's really good for the industry. I think it's going to be cool. Yeah. I think you're going you're gonna to see guys like Fratello. I think you're going to see them right. expanding a little bit, trying to get some new stuff out in the market. You know. Yeah, I mean, to, he's been blowing up. Yeah, trying to capitalize on it while you can. No, absolutely. You know? As long as, uh, you know, we keep doing this, I'll, I'll be a happy camper. Yeah. You know? Speaking of uh, happy, how do you feel about the new uh, Giants head coach? I don't know. As long as the guy can manage players, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Chris? I really know nothing about him, so I guess it's more of like a wait and see. But like I said, he's been hired by Nick Saban and Bill Belichick, so you know you can't be that bad. They're look, they're looking at uh, Freddie Kitchens as their offensive coordinator. Is that so. his real name? Yeah, he's so a, he's, Freddie Kitchens. Yeah, he just got fired from the Browns. And he's not a mobster who also runs like a tile show. No, no, he was. He used to play what for Oklahoma or Nebraska? Yeah, he's super. He has a super southern accent. Yeah, he's a southern, like big southern guy. Yeah. He sounds like a mobster from Detroit. No, he does. <laughs> no, Freddie he definitely does. Kitchens. Yeah, that's his name. Not even Frederick, just Freddie Kitchens. Well, yeah, we can call him that if you want. Make it feel a little bit better. Uh, well, you to, who said it? One of you just said it about like, oh, he oh he played for Belichick. Yeah, but didn't the guy who coaches the Lions? Uh, yeah, Patricia. Patricia didn't he? He was like he worked with Belichick for a couple yeah, of years. And so do, so does Vrabel. And yeah. Vrabel just beat him. Yeah, but yeah, doesn't Detroit, Detroit suck this year? Yeah, well, Detroit sucks because the GM stinks. Oh, okay. And their and their quarterback got hurt. That's true. He like broke his back. Really? Yeah. That's uh, Stafford. Stafford. Yeah. Oh, that's not that's not going No, it's not good at all. Did you see that they're gonna look into that hit from? Uh, yeah, of course name? they are. Mm. The guy was running. That's a big thing with Wentz. He doesn't know how to slide. He, yeah, he slid head first. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, he went and tackled the guy. I, I listen. Maybe on the field, it it could have been called. But like, I, I, investigating it later and then and then finding the guy, it's like, dude, it wasn't called in the game. You know, the hit that pissed me off was the um, so-called blindside block on um, the Buffalo game. Apparently, once the quarterback runs out of the pocket, you're not allowed to block anybody. So he went and blocked him. And it wasn't like anything like, like on the, the side was face to face, hit, block. That's what it was. And wait, wait, when the quarterback's out of the pocket, you. Yeah, so the offensive lineman fell. So, um, so the quarterback dropped back. The offensive lineman fell over. The quarterback went around them to the right. So the guy got back up to block someone. And you're not allowed to do that. As he's out of the pocket. So was this on the Bills or the Texans? The Bills. The Wolves. It was on the Bills. Okay. So like, once the quarterback's out of the pocket, everyone has to just stop blocking. Basically. Like everyone, everyone just yeah, anybody in the backfield. Yeah. Oh, anyone much. in the backfield. Yeah. That's stupid, though. Still. Something like that. I think it's, it's very stupid if it was everyone, but I think even in the backfield. Yeah, it was. That was a, that was a terrible call. And then you had the and that was actually a penalty. And then the other non-call was the Kyle Rudolph game-winning touchdown. That was definitely pass interference. I didn't see that. I did see about when the what's his name didn't take a knee on the kickoff and just tossed the ball to the ref. That was the Texans game, right? That was the Bills game. The Bills Texans. Yeah, because yeah, the Bills picked up right. the ball and scored. Yeah, that and was, like, that then was they ridiculous. Reviewed it and they were like, "Oh no, he surrendered." I'm like, "No, dude." It's- they gotta they they gotta stick to a rule. I mean, I don't understand this. There's the whole game's about rules and they can't stick with one. You just play with the rules. If he kneels, then fine, he kneels. But you just don't give up the football. Yeah, like the, if, if if it's just like oh a, a surrender and then you give up that it's considered like surrendering like you know giving up the football and, and giving up your whatever 
then don't make, then I don't need to kneel then. Yeah, like the I point don't. of kneeling is to signify, hey, here's me doing the right. proper thing, it's saying I'm like not going to run. We're going to get 20 yards. And we're going to get to the 20 yard line. If, if you just catch it and like toss it, that's a fumble. It's just like Carson Wentz. If you went feet first, it'd be sure. a different different ball game now, wouldn't it? Well, I like the ref in game because it was a ref in game who's like, I'm not touching this ball. Like this is a live ball. It was, I guess when they reviewed it, some other guy who heard of from course. the NFL overlords. Yeah, of course. That the you mean the uh, the Taj Mahal and uh, Harris and. And that all the other think, people. Do you think I'm starting to believe in conspiracy theories? Actually, I know you are. Yeah. I, I always mess with my one buddy who has season tickets to the Jets, and I always mess with him that it's rigged. We, I just we, joke. Even like we were talking about, was it me and you talking about Epstein yesterday? Um, I don't remember. Well, was it had to do with the Ricky Gervais's speech or? Yeah. Oh yeah, we touched on it then, but I guess I, was, I talked about it more maybe with my roommate or something. But like, I, I'm not one for conspiracy theories. I'm like, oh, if they the guy found the guy dead, he's dead. This is like, but it makes me believe now in other stuff, like with the Saints pass interference last year, and then this thing, like, oh yeah, we reviewed it, and he surrendered the ball. It's like, did you ever see in the Olympics? I want to say it was late fifties when the U.S. played Russia in basketball. Did you ever hear this story? No. U.S. played Russia in basketball in, um, I believe it was the final. I believe it was the final game, and then the U.S. won. Like, I'm just making up numbers: fifty-one to forty-nine. And I think it might have been in Russia or, like, there was, like, Russian refs doing it. And, like, no, there was, like, a foul. we got to replay, the, like, the last 15 seconds. And they did it, and America won again. Like, no, we got to redo it. Something happened. This is, like, a serious thing. They wow. did it, like, three times until Russia got the ball and, like, scored a three and won. And then they said, oh, yeah, that's the end of the game. And to this day, those American players, their silver medals are still in the vault in Switzerland. They never collected them. They're like, we're not taking this. We, we won. But it was, like, the most blatant. It was just, like, obvious. Like, you can't just... Do that. Shocked that the committee allowed Russian refs for a Russian US game. You think they would have a different country? I don't know if it was Russian refs, but like they obviously paid somebody all I don't remember <coughs> the, all oh, the technicalities of it. Someone. But yeah, it was also it was back when it was the Soviet Union. Like they were gotcha. and it was in the fifties, so it was like what, what are we gonna tell them no? It's like golden eye days. <laughs> yeah, it, well, the golden eye was like the early nineties, but okay. It's still Cold War. Gold fingered day. Actually it wasn't. Goldeneye took place it was Shh, just let it happen. whole point was it took place <laughs> it was the first James Bond movie after oh, was it? the Cold War. Yeah, that yeah. was the whole point. Was how they great they story though. Now? Well Goldeneye was his best. That was his <laughs> I best. Do you remember it? You don't remember Goldeneye? You remember no, I remember Goldeneye. Goldeneye. Of course I do. Chris, you remember Goldeneye. I do. That was you fucking yeah. jumped off the I dam. Know, I know. It's and a great scene. Sean Bean. Yep. Always dead as a doornail. Always. <laughs> Oh, he was really dead in that one. Oh, he really, he, he really died dead. Tw- he fell. No, oh, he died three times. In the beginning. Because he died in the beginning. Yep. Then he fell and died. I was like, oh, no. Sean Bean. That's what, and when the satellite fell on him, and he got, he got beamed. Oh, I got you. So he fell. He was still alive. But then it's the whole satellite fell. That's what we're he... going to call it from now on. Is when Sean Bean dies in the movie, we're going to call it, he got beamed. And you can start this, Chris, on your, on your movie podcast, Ranting and Raving. Just call it Beamed. You can, st- you can start Anybody that, that dies, you just call Anybody it. that dies, you say they got beamed. Maybe, especially if they die in a really stupid way. Especially a satellite falling on them. If they die in a way, it's like they made him. They, they, they just How did had he to die kill in Game him. of Thrones. Like they cut off his head. Cut off, yeah. In the first season, he was the he was the biggest name in the whole show. <coughs> if you um, you remember the the scene in The Rock when the guy fell on the, the pole, like it goes through his body. That's like yeah. you got beamed. You got oh that that's a beaning. That's yeah, a beaning. That's a beaning. <laughs> that's a beaning. There's probably a lot of if you watch John Wick probably has a lot of beans. So many. Like uh, in John Wick 3 when they're in the library and he breaks the guy's jaw and then puts his neck on the book yes. and then just, that's yeah. a bean. Mm-hmm. That, he got beaned. Yeah. Definitely. How's your cigar? It's good. 
I'm actually, it's, and I don't know, I think it might have been a cut issue. I'm having a little draw trouble on this. I'm just going to do a little extra here and see if that opens it up a bit. It's a beefy cigar to me. It's very uh, toothy. Look at you learning, learning the lingo and everything. Beefy and toothy. It's like uh, Chef Boardy. What are those? What does that mean, though? Beefy, beefy and toothy. Um, do you, have you ever had like a like a heavier cigar? Or are you always asking his personal definition? Well, oh no, in general, like oh. I, I don't. I'm not sure what. Like, it means. have you ever smoked a cigar and it's like, just uh, not in terms like you of want taste, to chew on something. It's like chewy. It's like a, almost has like a like, chewy nature to it, where it's like almost like a beef jerky. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't it? think I have yet because I've only been smoking under a year. But yeah, they're not like it's not like every full bodied cigar or every cigar with a broad leaf. It's like. I don't know. It's like a random thing that just happens sometimes. Yeah. We even have a brand called the, the Big and Beefy, I think. Yep. That actually don't have that characteristic at all. <laughs> no. Well, they're big and beefy in terms of like size, uh, size and everything, so but attributes. in terms of like that attribute, I don't, right. I don't get you. it from that. That flavor. Yeah. Um, oh, man, you want to say it so bad? <laughs> I mean, he says it. You can say it on the podcast. No, just, I no can't that's what she said. That. I just can't believe it's called Big and Beefy. Yeah. yeah, and it is. Not me. No. <laughs> we learned that from your top five. Those guys love that. <laughs> yeah, they really was, did. Did you record that or he did, did he record that one? I did. You did. Yeah, I laughed. Guys like that. Yeah, it was funny. Because they can all relate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can all relate. Uh, yep. But yeah, I'm just having, I think I just might have cut it, cut it a little too high. Do you think it's a natural or Maduro? Uh, I think it's a Maduro. I'm getting more of a rich sweetness, but... With Patron, I even I honestly the only one I care about is a Damaso because that's an actual Connecticut. But otherwise, natural Maduros from them they're they're equally good. Right, they really are. In fact, I want to say their naturals probably get rated higher more often than their Maduros. I like the Maduros. Mm. There it is. Puff, oh, puff, Daddy. blow. Call me Puff the Magic Dragon. Puff the Magic Dragon. I'm gonna take you to what color? Hanali. That was the land he was from. Yeah. Did you ever watch that? Uh, I've been on the ride in Disney. There's a ride in Disney? Yeah. yeah. Right? In Ep- I don't Epcot, know. Epcot, right? Is there? Epcot. Is that the... That, the oh, it's think a purple you, I dragon, right? I think you right? took some acid and just walked no, around. No, 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 no. <laughs> in it's, a field. No. I'm Puff on the, the ride, guys. Is it Puff the Magic Dragon in Epcot? I don't know. Where's Anthony? Oh, yeah. I'll text him later. We'll find out. I think, yeah, he's... I don't think it's it was an a, Epcot. It's, but it's not like a Disney movie. No. I don't know. What's the? Let's go talk to Chris while you do this. Let's I've never, play. I've never watched a show. Or, is it a movie or a show? That's a great question. <laughs> I just know the song, and I always thought it's, the song was it, about drugs, it but was it's a not. Song, yeah, it was a song oh, by Peter Paul and it's, Mary. It's Figment. What's Figment? Journey into Imagination. But it has nothing to do with Puff the Magic Dragon. No, it's just another dragon. Oh, I thought Figment. Dragon. Yeah, it's the Journey Journey into Imagination yeah. with Figment. Totally different animated dragon. Yeah, but it's close. I mean, look at the guy. Looks like Puff. It looks like Puff's like uglier cousin. He doesn't look anything like Puff. Doesn't have horns. Well, then he's not a dragon. What does Puff look like? I've never seen. Puff, uh, Puff's been through the ringer. He doesn't look great. <laughs> he's like a yellow and green, fat, kindly dragon. And he just kind of he 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 had to help out. Um, uh, the the kid's name was Jackie Draper. And he was very depressed, and so Puff uh, cut out like a. This is gonna sound really weird. He cut out kind of like his soul, and then oh. took his soul on a journey, and then he named the soul Jackie Paper, 
And then together, he was like, I'm going to take you to the land of Hanali, which is like Puff's hometown. Like it doesn't sound like a Disney type It's not. Film, it was really weird 60s. It was really weird. Uh, it takes him to, really his, tried to Hanali, you which is then. like his, his magical land. Uh-huh. And like, oh, it's going to make you happy. Because he was like depressed and like, wouldn't talk to his parents. Like, oh, right. I'm going to take you here. Uh, along the way, they get stopped by a pirate who becomes a baker. What does he bake? Uh, he bakes cherry pies. Um, he made chicken. So he gets. We'll get to that later. Okay. Um, but no, he's a pirate, and then he's like, oh, "I also like to bake." And Puff's like, "But you can't bake a cherry pie." And he's like, "I can bake a cherry pie, quick as a cat can wink his eye." <laughs> and then he makes them treats, it's and then they, and then they go, and they go to Hanalei. But Han, no, all of a sudden Hanalei, like they had like a smiling son, and like Bert. But now Hanalei is no, it's no good. No it's good. It's very sad. Oh and no, it's gray. Like the artist drew it in gray. <laughs> it's very gray. And like, what happened? Well. This group of people called the Sneezes, who are basically noses with feet and hands, they showed up and they all have really bad colds. And so they like made everyone sick on the island. And you're the one asking me if I'm on acid. This is a, this is, okay, I'm just saying. My, I will call my brother right now and he'll be like, this is an accurate description of what this no, movie I'm is. No, not, I'm not saying you're wrong. So uh, Puff gets depressed now. He's like, oh, Jackie Paper, just leave. I'm just going to stay here with my sick people. So Jackie Paper gets on. The boat to go home, flies a shooting star, finds the pirate again, and he brings him back. And he makes a and he was like a giant pirate, like a well, giant, not, like yeah. he was like a not like like a tall. He was a giant, like Jackie Paper was this big. Gotcha. He brought him back, and he made a big pot of chicken noodle soup, and he pours it all over the island. And so all the sneezes they get decongested, you know. And then he takes him back, and they go, "Puff, I'm gonna miss you." He's like, "I'll always be here." And then he puts his soul back in his body. And then he starts talking to his parents, and he's very happy. I can't believe you ruined the story for me. Yeah. I have so many questions right now. You can, you can watch the whole thing on YouTube. It's a movie? It's like a half hour. It's like a, okay. like a made-for-TV kids thing. Maybe it's like 40 It's a minutes. lot to pack in in a half hour. <laughs> it's it's a great. It's, it's a lot. Great. You go, you go from your soul VHS. being stole to seeing noses and hands. Puff the magic dragon lived by the sea. He traveled in the autumnness to a land called Hanali. Little Jackie. Talk about Paper. other places like with weird names with kids like stories. Thomas the Tank Engine is the island of Sodor. The island of Soda? Sodor. Is it? Yes. That's weird. Yeah. It's not Lord of the Rings. It's, but it's Thomas the Train. Do you know all the cool people that were like the, the conductor on the show? You remember? It's Alec Baldwin, the voice. Oh, I didn't know. That. I'm talking about yeah. the conductor, like the oh. guy in the station. Yeah, uh, who, who, Sir Toffum Hat. I guess, I don't remember his name. Yeah, he was the, the only bald like guy. he was the only live action person in the show. I got you. It, one of them was George Carlin. Okay. But like not like a young. He like, used to he do was the like voiceover already, as well. Yeah, he was already doing like dirty comedy. Like he was right. like already a, a seasoned older comedian when he was doing it. And uh, Ringo Starr. Yeah, so they did the older ones, and then the more yeah. like '80s, '90s. It was Al Baldwin. He so did like all young, the, like the Shadow Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Like Beetlejuice, Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Oh. Did you ever see The Shadow? No. Did you ever see The Shadow? No. Yeah, don't. Okay. It's not good. It's not good at all. Uh, I never even heard of it. It's on. Uh, it's on that podcast that we listened to in the car. The oh. bad movies. Uh, had Why this did, had this come in? Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Um, Is your son watching Thomas the Tank Engine now? Oh yeah. Do you remember any of it? Do I? Yeah. Like, did you? I never watched. I never it watched it when I was. Uh, I neither did I. He's uh, I, I obsessed. Vaguely, I think. You know, Dr. Seuss writes the books now for it, and it's just, it's terrible. It's, ter- it's terrible writing. He's dead. Well, whoever 
they you still mean the have company, the, I yeah, guess? Yeah. yeah. yeah it's terrible writing. It's redundant over and over and over again. I just want to rip the book in half. I'm like, you really got to read this thing again? You got to remember, how many, how many problems do kids have? You can only I'm, talk about like how many like... Well, my kids had problems before they were even born. No, but it's in terms of like issues that you want to like, help, help kids problem solve. Like, oh, and she said a mean thing, and so he was nice. It's a, it's a, it's a, There's it's only so it's, many things you can you do. You think with like Dr. Seuss, it kind of rhymes a little bit as you're reading it, and there's like a rhythm to it. There's no rhythm, and there's no rhyming. Louis Siga had a great bit on like the Clifford books when he was reading the Clifford books to his daughter. He was like, I had to read a thousand of these books and they all had the same premise. Look how big this dog is. <laughs> Here's how big he was at the firehouse. Right. Here's how big he was at Thanksgiving. Yep. <laughs> like, that's the whole premise of the books. Yep. They should, if they wanted to do like an adult Thomas, they should do like, like Jesse James as like a train robbery <laughs> on you Thomas. Could. You could do like Fast and the Furious. Trains. Done. Too Fast, Too do Thomas. It. Too Thomas. Too fast, two train engines. <laughs> Ridiculous. There's another one coming out. Like, like, Which yeah, next I know. Popping them out. What, the Fast movies? Yeah. Fast and Furious movies? So talking about sizes. That's mm-hmm. what <laughs> Kind of on. Sizes of trains. Caboose. The middle Loco- car. Locomotive. The, the dining car. The um, ca- cabin. The cabin. The uh, coal, the, coal car. The front one. The, the front that's What's, locomotive. That's what the locomotive. Yeah. NJ Transit. Okay. Broken so, out. I want to talk a little bit about cigar sizes. Um. Now, this is I want to, it's not, not not that it's changed, but it's gotten a lot more confusing in recent years with people calling their stuff, you know, like you know, Robert Caldwell always calls his sizes right. the the lunch money or the beat me up or the whatever. I think that's in its own category. Yeah. But no, there was one like "Give me your lunch money." I think right. is the name of a size. Right. Um, but generally now, you know, we, we know them in, in, in kind of two variations. You know, the old old Cuban way to do it, and this is how you see um, some of the older Davidoffs, like the Grand Crew and the Anniversary and the Anniversario, um, was all by numbers. So like a number one, a number two, right. a number three, and they were all similar sizes. So like a number two back in the day just meant a torpedo, torpedo. but a very not like this torpedo, like, a very, like that Matt Monte Cristo one where it's really right. expanded, like that kind yep. of trumpet-looking one. Um, but uh, I guess, I, I don't know, I can't give you a timeline on it, but they started actually just describing them by name. I know, you know, Churchill is obviously a very recent one, actually named after Winston Churchill. So I just wanted to go through some of the cigar sizes um, from smallest to biggest. These are like the primary ones that you're going to kind of, excuse me, run into. Um, just so you know what to look for. Um, when you see these, like what you can expect in terms of smoke time, how it's going to smoke, etc. So first you have a petite Corona, and that is usually four and a half to five inches long with a 39 to 42 uh, ring gauge. Okay. That's like a That's good... That's coming off of like your top five short smokes. Kind of, yeah. Those sizes would be considered like a petite Corona. Right. Half hour, 40 minutes. Um, you'll have good flavor. The darker the wrapper on one of those cigars, you're going to get a lot more smoke um, on it. But think of it literally kind of just like a shorter Robusto. So if you like how a Robusto smokes, if you like the flavor profile you get off a Robusto, then you would like a Petite Corona. Uh, then there's regular Corona, which is like five, five and a half, 42, 44. Smaller Lancero kind of. Right. Shorter in, in, in stature. Um, I do like a good Corona if you, if you do it right. Um, I'm looking no at lie. about 45 minutes to an hour smoke time. Okay. Um, 
a little bit is gonna you're gonna get a little more strength off of that than you're gonna get off a of petite because it's gonna have a little more well, filler yeah. to it. It's gonna be right. a little wider, but a similar length. But it's gonna like I said a little bit thicker, so you're gonna get a little more body. Not not that you're gonna get less flavor, but it's gonna be more of the body and strength. You're gonna notice an uptick in. Um, Corona Gorda is in my mind kind of interchangeable with a robusto, except it's generally a little bit smaller. Corona Gorda, you're looking at about a five and a half, five to five and a half by forty six. Okay. Robusto, you're generally looking at a five by fifty, five by fifty four. So if you I like a robusto, you. you like a you're not like a Corona Gorda. That's solid hour smoke, just like a robusto is. Um, I don't know. This is in a weird order. Um, and I guess we're just going by Coronas first. Sure. Uh, double Corona. That's like the Mamma Jamma. That's the big, big one. It's actually bigger than a Churchill. It's usually six and a half to seven, seven and a half yeah. uh, length. That's and then you're looking at a 48 to 49 ring gauge, which is right in kind of Churchill. Right. It, it, it's, it should be, it's usually like a little bit longer than a Churchill. I want to say. Isn't that no, it's six. No, Churchills are no, usually no, in the, right. between right. 48, to, yep. 48 to 50. Right. So all in that. Double Coronas are kind of interchangeable with the Churchill, except maybe if it's slightly bigger than your average Churchill, I would consider it a, a, a Corona. Uh, I'm sorry, a, a double Corona. But usually they're, I, I give them a little bit more length. So if your average Churchill is like a seven, seven and a half would be like a double Corona. Okay. Again, interchangeable. This is one where a lot of people get tripped up because um, Lonsdale's and Lanceros get pretty much almost the same thing. Mm. They are different. They are different. This is how people, I want to pull up the Lancero one too, just so we have a reference. So a Lonsdale, yeah, they're similar. Lonsdale's going to run you about six, six and a half inches long, 42 ring gauge, looking at about 45 minutes smoke. A Lancero, however, is more, it's, it's definitely longer and a little bit thinner. Lancero's going to run That's you about seven, seven and a half inches long, and 38 to 39. So okay. two notches thinner, but up to an inch longer. I got to be careful when I smoke the smaller ring gauge. Why? It, it like has that feel of a cigarette and that when you're not paying attention that's what, as it gets shorter. <laughs> I've done it I've done it once. Really? Once or twice yeah. actually. That I was just wasn't paying attention. Um so yeah, so Lonsdale's um again, with the difference between Lonsdale and Lancero, Lonsdale's going to be a little shorter, a little thicker. So again, Going because you're going to have that kind of a thicker ring gauge and, and shorter length. It's going to be more about increases in body, increase in strength and intensity, right. maybe even an increase in uh, in smoke. Well, I'm sorry, the, the Lancero is going to have an increase in smoke because you're going to have more wrapper to filler binder ratio. And if you have a darker Maduro, you're going to get a lot more smoke off that Lancero, a lot more flavor, but it's going to take a little bit of that body, a little bit of that kick out. Right. Um, which is why I think it turned out, just even smoking all the sizes, my favorite of the original Jacob's Ladder was the Lancero because it had all the flavor that I loved etched up a notch with that really intense strength brought down just a tiny, tiny right. bit. So that's why that was one of my favorites. Um, next up, you have your Robusto. Five inches, almost always, maybe five and a half if someone's being, you know, Rudy Tooty about it. That's what I said last night. What? Rudy Tooty? No. <laughs> that, uh, that was five. Maybe five and a half. It was cold in the room? No. <laughs> no. Nope. It was, it was a nice 72. It was toasty. <laughs> Had the heated blanket going and everything. So after Robusto, you have Toro. This is probably my overall favorite size, like generically. Um, right. If I if somebody presents me with a brand new cigar and a bunch of sizes, the first one I'll usually grab is a Toro. And you think it's the best one to actually be able to taste what they're trying to do with the cigar? Yeah. I mean, to, to really to extent, experience... Really get the full experience out of the right. cigar. 
um, because it's not super thick, you know, like a like a Gordo or like a sixty ring gauge. It's not super thin like a Lancero. Um, and it's not super short like a Petit Corona. But it's not super long like a Churchill. It's really in the middle of everything, so you get a very good baseline. Of so, if you hate it as a Toro, like this cigar is disgusting, you're not gonna like it in any other variation. But if you get it as a Toro and you're like, it's good. I wish it was like a little more flavorful. Or like, oh, it's good. I wish it was a little stronger. Then you know. Oh, maybe I need a, a thicker ring gauge, or maybe I need a thinner ring gauge, or a smaller size or longer size to gotcha. compensate for that. But I think it's just Toro was a great baseline. By the way, that's going to run you about sixty inches, and then between forty nine and fifty four, there are some guys out there pushing out fifty six inches, six inches. I said. Six. Uh, and then uh, I, I say between forty nine and fifty four in a ring gauge. Some guys push it out there to fifty six, but I don't also know. they do forty nines too. Sometimes, yeah, like the um, the one we the, the one that John gave us, the Buckeye Land, yeah, from Crown Heads. That's a six by forty nine. It's a great size. Yeah, it's it a great size. Yeah, it's perfect. Um, then you have your Churchill, obviously named after Winston. Um, it used to be known as like the Julietas. So when you get, if you buy like from Cuba, you know, if you're if you're overseas legally right. overseas, yeah, man, one seventy fifth overseas, Chris. I know you're always taking those illegal trips. Wow. <laughs> Budapest? That's where you're going? You're like, no. Nope. First of all, it's, it's in a city? That's fine. <laughs> He's going somewhere. He's, yeah, you're it's, on it. You're on, you're not on in America. Illegal, illegal travels. It's like no country for old men. Yeah. No country for Chris. <laughs> <laughs> only, only one country. Buda- old, Budapest. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I thought I was an old man. And then I saw my dad the other day. Jesus. <laughs> I thought I was not an old man until I couldn't play four hours of Call of Duty, and now I need Black eye drops and blue light glasses. My eyeballs yeah. were killing me, dude, for like four days. Just from Straight the Call of Duty, get, you think? Uh, that and probably looking at the screen and concentrating on that. Also, maybe the change in air pressure got colder. Maybe. Maybe the, the humidity dropping because my house is a lot drier than my moldy house, moldy wet house. There you go. Moldy so. wet house. The ultimate in Halloween horror houses. Yeah, that's it. You want to see the scariest thing, kids? That's thirty grand right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, uh. So the Churchill uh, is going to run about seven inches in between forty-seven and fifty-four. Um, that's the big cigar that you generally see when you see someone in a movie lighting up. You know, just a longer smoke. It's generally a Churchill. It's obviously what Winston Churchill smoked. Um, the only size to really, the only popular size to actually take its name from a, from a person. Um, but they were known as like the Juliettas back in the day. Or the one seventy fifth is the Churchill. Yeah, my fight. Perfect. That's a perfect example perfect. of a Churchill. Um, now here's where you get so so all the ones just named are what's known as parejos. Your sim- in terms of the, the generic shape of them. Sizes are all different, but their shapes are similar. They're all just regular rounded gotcha. cigars, open foot, uh, open foot, rounded head. Then you get into what's known as perfectos. I, can, I personally consider a Perfecto anything that has a taper to it at, at any end. So at any have, end. Okay. At any end. So if you have something like a Hemingway, like the Fuente right. Hemingway, that's a double Perfecto. Double, right. double taper. So you have your regular Torpedo, which is just you know like a Toro, but just then comes to that little point. Um, then you have your the Pyramid, which actually like is shaped like a pyramid, but slightly. So like Davidoff does a really good Pyramid, where it, it literally expands. Kind of like how that Monty Number Two expands. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's it it expands to so kind of look like some shape of a pyramid. Right. Um, 
Bellicoso. These are actually might even be closer to Bellicoso than Torpedo. Yeah. There's a slightly different taper on the end. Torpedo really uh, comes to like a point. Bellicoso is, in my experience, kind of almost like a rounded point. Like it's pointed, but it's like rounder to get there. Like the sides of the point are like rounder. I think um, this is more of a torpedo, though. This was this, this was, was more of a torpedo. I said. Yeah. Okay. That's what I said. Okay. Um, and then your obviously your perfecto is trying to keep up. Yeah. A perfecto has perfecto is the maybe I guess or, or bellicoso is it? There's a, there's a generic. I think it's perfecto is a generic name for all those. But perfecto also, if you have something that has a a, a foot taper, right? That's a perfecto. Things with tapers on both end, double perfecto. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, this thought of, you know, I, I don't know how useful that was because we broke it up so much with other conversations. That's all right. So, but it's oh, all I think in it was there. great. Perfect. All the information perfect is in brain. there. The one size that kind of, and this is the Bellicoso Fino. Why is that? What what is that? What is makes that size? Is it shorter than a Bellicoso? Is that what they call it? And That's what is a good question that I'm actually not totally aware of. The only time I really see Bellicoso Fino was. Um, La Caran. Yeah, well, that that was they specifically made it See that, that size. Uh, yeah, so Bellicoso Fino. Actually, the only one I know that it comes from is I know he based that size off of the um, Bolivar Bellicoso Fino, which is a very famous uh, Cuban cigar gotcha. and, and so, kind of like a Monte Cristo number no. two. Gotcha. The Bellicoso Fino um, Bolivar is very famous. Um, I don't know. I think there's also might have been. I think Bellicoso Fino might also. I think there might have been a Herrera Esteli that was that size. I don't know. But to be uh, to be honest, and this is one of the few times I, I don't know Bellicoso Fino like like what the difference is. I I want to say it might be smaller. Right. Maybe in, in terms of length, it might be a little shorter. I think it's a little shorter. I, I think it's probably shorter. So we can keep saying shorter. But yeah, it's short. I think it's shorter. shorter. You want to cut this shorter? You want to cut this short? Yeah, you I'll cut this? I'll cut it short. Okay. Why are you gonna cut that? You cut it. You know what I'm gonna get? Cutter. Tesla. You said that. We're like not for like five years. Yeah. Okay. Well, I figured I'd tell the people. But I'm also going to get married like, at some point. But I'm not going to announce it. Like, guys, getting married. <laughs> Don't know who she is yet. <laughs> I think I have a more higher probability of buying a Tesla than you get married in five years. No. Because oh, I'm going to be no. Because oh, I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a quick marriage guy. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's going to be it's, it's going to be Vegas. Six months. Vegas. No, no. Niagara Falls. Oh, okay. Yeah. What do you, you, what do you gym from no, the office? You, you can officiate and then you can film it. Okay. What do you gym from the office? Is that where they got married? Yeah. I thought they got married. Oh, yeah. They left the church because yeah. everyone was being nonsense. Yeah, that's right. Wait, isn't that when, where was it where Jim faked his own death and like fell out of the closet and he brought, like Dwight did this? On that, the was the, that, that was at the hotel? In Florida. That was in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, those pranks on that show are amazing. They were great. I'm glad the, to see that Jim made it into like mainstream television. Yeah. I, it's that, the best one, I think, was when he dressed up like him. That one know, when he had the Asian guy pretend yeah, to be that was that yeah, was my favorite. That was good too. <laughs> or the the wire one where he just like bought like this spool of like two hundred feet of wire, just attached it to his computer, and then like ran it out up yep. a telephone pole because yep. he because he, he knew what would bother him. Yep. Or when he uh, when he trained him to like always want a mint when the thing <laughs> yeah. Like, <he> had <laughs> <computer>. yeah. <laughs> what do you want? I don't know. <laughs> it was good. But it's not good enough for me to go get wherever it's going, like the, no. the NBC streaming platform. That and, you know, it's a really great show that I started watching again because I got the, the B-Rad TV, hitting B-Rad TV out there, is they have 24-7, Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, my parents watch that all the time. I love my that parents watch show. it all it the time. It's so funny. It's <laughs> Robert is the greatest. Yeah, that show's great. And then I have 24-7 Friends. 
at 24-7 Seinfeld. How much is this thing? $10, $10 a month for one, one thing. What's one, one? Like one uh, sign-in. Oh, what, what, so you like you can have different connections. So for one connection, one sign-in, it's 10 bucks. And what do you get with it? Everything. I don't know what that means. Every, every station out there. TV station. How? I don't ask questions. I just pay. Do you think it's probably some shady stuff? I don't care. It's, uh, it, do, it's I'm been, not asking you care. I'm asking do you think it's some shady stuff? Oh, absolutely. Okay. That's but at the same time, he ha- it still hasn't been like taken down. So it hasn't been taken down yet. Like Cody. You remember Cody for Fire Sticks? Yeah. It, that's been gone. It's over. But this service has been going strong for like two years. Remember jailbreaking your iPhone? People would do. I don't even know what yeah. that meant, but like it was like not good to do. It wasn't. Do you remember what that was? No, I don't. I don't know what the term. When people say they're going to jailbreak their Fire Stick, I don't. I, I just feel it's like it's not jailbreaking. It it it's so easy to do like whatever you want to do on it because they have the apps for it now. But it's ten dollars per connection, and you can get every uh, fight, paper, um, Uf, UFC. No way. You can, but I'm just going to tell you that it is the internet, and if, if oh, a so lot... Oh, never mind. It's stream. Okay. Now so I it see. is streaming. Yeah. So, so I'm going to tell you, because it's a cheap service, like, it went off during the second game of the... Like, right before the second game of the Eagles-Seahawks uh, game, and people were going nuts, but he got on back on it and took, like, 20 minutes, and he got it back on. But was, like, the whole thing down, or just the game was down? The whole thing. And it's just like some guy like running out of his basement or something. His name's Brad. He has a couple of people that help him out, and when it goes down, I gotta, I gotta Google this because this this sounds B, very B Rad TV. This sounds like remember Pirate Bay where you would download torrents. They were like they were like it's, on like some ship, and there's no downloading. It's just streaming. But I'm just gonna say you need a fast you need a fast internet. I'm paying enough now monthly for I I got what I need. I got my Amazon. Just, I know I appreciate. I, it. I got you. I'm just saying you get. I'm I got rid of cable. Uh, we only have cable for the sports. Right. Well, I, I have every sporting game out there. But also, like, occasionally, if I can't find anything on demand, uh, if I can't find anything on streaming and my roommate's on home to buy something for app from Amazon or rent something from Amazon, I'll rent it on demand. Right. Well, I'll also you know. give you the link. If you, you have Firestick? No. Oh. Okay. Uh, I have a link that you can get movies. Once they go on DVD, you, you can pretty much get a good copy. Yeah. All right. I'll look. I'm just, uh, I used to be a, I used to be a hardcore torrenter, and then I got like a letter in the mail, like you owe fifty thousand dollars for getting uh, yeah, Captain it's not, America. It's nothing like that, because I mean, I also have a VPN on my my house. Uh, a guy I knew who used to work here, Russ, actually, he had something. I don't know what it was, but he got like movie theater quality of movies that were in the movies. Like, yeah, the you, you, especially when... Uh, like, not like a torrent. He like was on some... like He got some kind of contraption or he was on some kind of list or something from his it's buddy. It's probably the was, Oscars because like, the yeah. Oscars give you the movies, like especially if they're in the movie theaters, people have copies out there. Mm-hmm. I know people that have gotten copies for the Oscars and stuff. That's the thing. I guess... Do you have to be like an actual movie? Like, can't you just say like, oh yeah, I have a movie theater in my house. Like, send me a copy of this fucking cool. movie. I don't know. Like, did you ever think about that? No. I never thought about that. But I also know people who are in the union for acting, and no mm-hmm. matter what level you are, they get sent the movies right. to yeah. vote, which I think is pretty awesome. Like, you could be independent, but right. still SAG, and you, you And know, it says on the cover, don't, don't, don't share, know. don't could copy. You, what, do you, what would you need to be a member of SAG? Because you've, like, you've done something. I would have to. I don't know if I have to find an agent, but I would have to pay. I think it's hours. 
Yeah. A lot of, lot of the unions in film is hours. It's the amount of hours that you had on set to get into the union. And I'm guessing it's got to be a full time thing. Yeah, it's got to be like, like and it's a lot of hours. Forty so Nick, hours a week. Nick, for like if you're a union, you can your your union contract could be like I'm only allowed to be on set eight hours a day. So you know some sets take ten to twelve hours. You, the, and if you're the oh. star, they're like, well, we need the first eight hours to shoot everything that you're going to be in. Mm. That's kind of like I think how it works. And it's not like you have to be there 40 hours a week. It's just an amount of hours to yeah. get there. It's not like you can finish it uh, within you, a year. I thought you guys meant like you need to. For it's the not, past two years, I've accumulated 150 hours on set, and now I can join the union. Yeah, you have to accumulate a certain yeah, amount of hours right, to yeah, get yeah. there. It, it doesn't matter how long it takes you. Hours uh, but I figured enough. it was like uh, it was probably an average of Talk like to. a work week mm. of hours, mm. like 40 hours a week for two years. It could be. Yeah. It could be. It could be 60 hours for a year and a half, whatever. I don't. It's right. a certain amount. Because I know uh, a grip guy. Uh, Is he a key? He's in. Uh, yeah, uh, he's close to it. I think he does a lot of the Netflix stuff. He, oh, was, cool. he was on the uh, Daredevil. Oh, nice. Um, Punisher, a lot of the movies. Can we get him on the podcast? No. I mean, It'd I, be I, so hard to understand him. Why? He's Asian. He's like very thick Asian like, accent. Well, wait, wait, Asian, he could be anything. Like, where is he from? Oh, I don't know. Okay. I never got that far. I only met him like. Oh, know, I thought he was like your pal, your buddy. Your, no, your like I, I went out to dinner a couple times with the guy. Like after after. Like, sh- like on a, like a date? No, no, not like trying to break your way into the business. No. Johnny on the whole five? Not like <laughs> Gaston's second hand man. Um, no. Because um, he used to do like uh, freelance work for Thompson Reuters before he got okay. into the union. And then he developed an app to help freelancers. Oh, nice. So I started doing that. That was pretty sweet. But Chris, maybe is that something you should look into? You the think? app? No. Or, not or that. <laughs> no, I, I could use it's the all app. All about apps, man. Yeah. Oh, no. That, well, my, da- my dad <laughs> has been like, you should try and find an agent. You should try and find an agent. I'll be your agent, but you'll be your agent. You want me to be your agent? You're gonna find me work. Uh, yeah, oh I yeah. I do have a friend whose dad is—he is a SAG member because he—you've—you definitely—if I showed you his picture, he's been in—he's like the the bad guy at the end of like an elementary episode. He's been in a few Law and Orders. He's been on Broadway. Everyone says you're not a real actor until you've been on Law and Order. Yeah, I'm he's sure been he's on been Law and Order. Elementary. <laughs> yeah. uh, he was on that. What was that Aziz Ansari show on Netflix? Master of None. Yeah, he was a doctor in that. Okay. So, uh, but he's a SAG cool. member. So if you. If you that means he has to, which is pretty dope. He gets, he has to get paid every time he goes on set. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty. That's that's how you're guaranteed making some income. Yeah, super nice guy too. Mr. Galantich is is awesome. Super nice guy. Good. I'm gonna backtrack here for a second. Have either of you tried Oculus yet? The virtual reality. No, I, I the only virtual reality I ever did was there's a place in the city like an arcade for virtual. It's not even like virtual reality. I mean, kind of, but it's very. It's not supposed to be realistic. You put on the helmet, and then yeah. like you're a archer shooting like ogres. It's well, not my, like bu- my buddy's girlfriend game. bought it for him for Christmas last night, and I tried it, and it has like ESPN, Netflix. It's basically he says it's basically like having a second TV in the house. It's nuts. Is that like the? Uh, That's vid- creepy, it, though. Is that the video clip of Barstool where the kid was on the on the couch dancing, and there's two girls on a bed like dancing with them? Did you see that? No. I'll I had to show you that. Send it to me. But there was the Lakers Pistons game from last week on it, and like my one buddy wore it, and he's like, oh, "Oh, like he was pointing here and there." Like it was really weird. I tried it. There's one like where you face your fears and you do it. It's really. What did you face? Uh, I, I hate snakes, so I Me did. Me too. I think like, I Jones. hate snakes. Jones so I did the thing called a hysteria, and they're just popping out at you, and it's just ridiculous. I think snakes is a legitimate thing to have a fear of because you're never in a, you're never in a. It's not like being uh, being afraid of flying. Where it's like, come on, nothing's gonna happen. 
if you're like in a situation where there's a snake close by, it's probably not the best situation. Like, it's okay to be afraid. I'm, I'm terrified of snakes. Well, I, yeah, I grew up on the lake and I saw a lot of water snakes, and I saw my dog get attacked by a, like Ugh. bit by a snake in the face. So that's where I'm like, okay, I'm 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 no. Well, thanks for that because now I'm never going in a lake ever yep. again. Yeah, don't. I'm never going. Nope. Don't. I'm never going. When I was a kid, public. I would jump into any type of body of water. Now I'm like ocean, lake. I'm good. Lakes, dams, <laughs> aquifers. My bath, my bathtub. Nope. Tidal estuaries. <laughs> if it's got water, I'm jumping in, baby. Uh, I wouldn't. The virtual reality sounds like fun, but like I wouldn't want to sit there on my couch like that thing on and like watch Netflix. Like I, I, if I'm playing the game in it, that's yeah. why I don't want to sit there. And well, watching sporting event. There's UFC apparently. There's boxing and then there's wrestling and basketball. Uh, I would watch all of that, but to watch like a TV show, I'm good on that. But like, so are they? Do they have certain cameras at the basketball events? So like, that's when you're what I was it, asking. It, like, well, moves? that's what I was asking. That's what I was asking my buddy because I would like turn around. And like you see the fans, so I wonder how many games, Ocu- uh, how many cameras Oculus has at the game, you know. So I, I don't know what it is. It's just it's it's insane. Oh my god! That's <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Send it to him or show it. You to can't. Him. It's a private. It's the only pr- the gamers doing things. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see my son probably wearing these fucking things. And then I walk into him doing that. I <laughs> Do you yell at him or are you proud? I, I just, I laugh. They had a, had a boy, son. You know, in my day. In my day, I had to wait for a picture to load for about a minute and a half to see one nip. But what a nip it was. <laughs> it was. Oh, when it, when it finally. Oh, uh, yeah. After a net gear would finally connect. <laughs> Parents are downstairs. Clear history. Yep. Sending error reports. I never really Shift had to clear my history because my parents didn't know what the, how to check. They didn't know what the hell to do. Anyway, good way to end this. Yeah. Um, how was your Milanio? It's good. Um, it's good. Yeah. Right. yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, still got that, uh, like that toothy, but espresso spice going on i'd give it like a 86 86 86 yeah this is a 9-3 this was oh, amazing it, this was to the and once i got that draw open like i just cut it a little bit like a, like another centimeter down oh it blossomed construction was fantastic smooth creamy and nutty not a lot of zest but like some nice woody notes in there just everything a padrone should be it was perfect it was perfect good it's absolutely perfect i miss it do you? I miss what I had. Imagine if we can figure out a way to have it re, like regrow back. <laughs> On that note, everybody okay. have a good night. Have a good week.